Good afternoon. It's Mikey B and the Funky Bunch. We got uh, we got TK and Chaz here. It's the 21st of January. And I brought you guys in to talk about one thing and one thing only. Aliens. <laughs> no, we're gonna we're gonna do a Flyers podcast today. So I got I got our Flyers experts here, uh, TK and Chad. So to take it away, just to give a brief summary of what what's been going on. I don't think we've done one since the first game, right? Pretty first game. A good first game. They they clear out Pittsburgh in in, in two games. Carter Hart falls to Buffalo in the first in the first game of the series, and then uh, Moose 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 gets a shutout. It's good. He saved shutout last night or whenever it is. Two nights ago, yeah. And uh, so that that was pretty cool. Flyers are at three and one, looking looking good. Uh, just want to start it off by saying, Trev, what do you what do you think uh, the Flyers are doing well? Mm, playing offense. <laughs> but, uh, hey, go ahead. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's about it. I know, I know. You said the defense hasn't, you know, shown up hardly at all. Um, what are some what 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 are some of the bigger points that you wanted to talk about with the defense? Um, Ghost is going to be back in a few games. They said um, Philip Myers is going to be out for a little bit. I think with a fractured rib. Um, I think they need to trade for someone, or they need to just figure something out. But besides that, I think they'll be all right. Yeah, and and Chaz, Chaz was talking to me before the podcast, saying that he had some comments about Carter that he wanted to talk about. Yeah, I think he just needs to settle down a little bit. In that game against Buffalo, the first game I saw, he lost his stick twice going for a pro check, and I'm pretty sure I could be wrong on this. Correct me if I am, Trevor. But one of them goals that one of them goals that they got was off of when he lost his stick trying yeah. to go for the puck, and then there was another goal where. Same thing in, in the Penguins game. He went up against the boards and he went to go get it and he fumbled it yeah. behind the net when they were back there and they, they scored on him. I think he just needs to settle down and get comfortable again in the crease and play his game. Yeah, and I know the defense did not help him out in the Buffalo game at no. all. So it, it was kind of just a poor defensive showing from the Flyers and poor offense. Um, it's easy to talk about the bad stuff. They are 3 and 1. Um, Konechny looks. Looks great. Kevin Hayes looks great. Um, if we're if we're talking about after four games, there's you don't have a really big sample size to talk about too much as as far as the good and the bad. But they got an interesting series, two game series with Boston, and I, I just don't know what kind of team they are. They um, I think their records what one and one. I think they've only played two games because because of, of COVID, right? Right, Trev. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know what kind of team they are. If they're gonna come out that that Berger online and is is gonna is gonna they have some playmakers on there that you that you always have to worry about. But as far as Carter, I'm I'm hoping he re, he he's a, in net tonight, right? Yes. Okay, so that's that's good. Hopefully, he can get you know back in a rhythm. But I know the first game that we talked about it was the the carelessness of of his goaltending for that game. I think he bounces back tonight. I think he he sends a message, you know, early on in the season, you know, short short off season, which is weird. These guys are, it. This is such a, and everyone keeps saying it, it's such a weird year for sports. You, you, even looking at like the NBA, you're seeing some teams rise that you never thought would rise, and it, not to take it to the NBA, but even like the Toronto Raptors, they they are dog shit now, like yeah. out of out of the blue, they were fighting for the one seed last year in the East, and now they can't string together 
hardly consecutive wins, let alone trying to compete. But I, I Koo, or um, Giroux is still scoreless. So is it, I, I kind of want to talk about that just real quick. Does, do you guys think that's a problem, or do you guys just think that it's too short of four four games? You know, it's too early to say. So what do you, what do you guys think about that? He'll be fine. He's got three assists on the year, but not, no goals. But he'll figure it out. He'll get it together. I think it's a little too early to tell right now. Yeah, because he's he's now scoreless, dating back to the to the playoffs. He's he's scoreless in almost twenty games. Um, I I don't think it's that big of a deal, only because you have so many playmakers on, on the team. You would like him to see the back of the net once in a while. I, I think the days of twenty five goals might be behind him, but he can. I think he can still contribute as a top top lineman in this in this league. I, I think it's too early to write him off. I know a couple of my other friends were talking about it, and they want to they want to strip the captain from him. They want to, and, and I, you're a three and one team right now. You're you pretty much are the team to beat. I I, I think stripping a captain off someone when you when you have a winning season is, is kind of foolish thinking in in a sense and and who would you give it to and and all that i it's too complicated of an issue to strip people of even like the assistant captain it's um but what do you what do you preview for the boston series trev like what do you what do you want to see who are your people that you want to look at um, for the Flyers, at least, because <clears throat> I do want to get a little bit into Boston. I know this is going to be Flyers-oriented, but I want to see Carter play his fucking head off, and I just want to see Farabee do some some acts. I got a Nolan Patrick shirt on right now. I hope he fucking does well tonight. Um, I just want to see a better outturn from the defenseman the most, though. Um, Myers is out. They're looking like they're going to play. I think it's Nate Prosser tonight. I'm not positive. Absolutely positive. It might be um, they still might be running Hag in there, but mm-hmm. we'll see how that goes. But besides that, I just want a better defensive effort. Chaz, what about you? Same as Trev, better defensive effort, and like I said, I want to see Carter Hart kind of settle down a little bit. Yeah, and this this is a when when you're Boston always finds a way to seep their seep into like the you know. The, the one seed and, and they all they always show up but I, I really do question if they that team is old like that team even even look at last year it, it's they just look old and dated and I, I'm really wondering what kind of direction they want to go because this year is going to be weird I know I said it what two minutes ago but mm-hmm. I, I feel like with 56 games you're going to see some teams come up that wouldn't normally compete, that yeah, get yeah. a good good last 10-game run in the season and, and, and sneak into the playoffs. And I, I really do think Boston will be there, but I can't even imagine them being the one or two or three seed. I, it, they're a good team, and their their first line will get them somewhere. But Pasternak's still out. Is he? So he won't be playing tonight. So. Okay. That's that's one weapon that you don't you don't got to worry about. Who who's net mining for them? Um, is it Rask? Sorry, this is a breaking announcement. The Eagles have hired the uh, the Colts offensive coordinator Nick Sirianni as their head coach. So wow. Okay, that's that's two podcasts that we that we drop breaking yep. news. Per Adam Schefter. Per per Adam Schefter. I know. Earlier today, I think Deuce Staley was actually. The the lead candidate on uh, Bovada, which is a, like a sports gambling website, that he was going to take it, and 
there are reports that players have texted Jeffrey Lurie in support of Deuce Daly. So that is so he's the Colts offensive coordinator. He's um under Frank Reich over there. I'm wondering if you know that has literally anything to do with it. Yeah, I'm sure there's there's I'm sure that played in. Mm-hmm. So I think we can kind of put the bed at least the Carter or the um the Carson Wentz trade. You I we talked about it on one of our first podcast. His contract yeah. is almost unmovable, and if a team were to be stupid enough to pick up that contract, more power to them. But it looks like they're, I guess their their front office kind of maybe they reviewed some footage and and questioned Doug's play calling and and, and I know Jim Schwartz is out now, so that's that's big news. Eagles now have their have their head coach. That's. Uh, what we always talk about if he's your guy, he's your guy. Yeah. Um that that's that's crazy. But back to the back to the Flyers. Yep. Friedman's playing tonight on the third line at defense over Myers. Mm-hmm. Um Lawton's moving up to the third line to play with JVR and Voracek. Nolan on the second with TK and Limbaum. So a little bit of line changes. Who's centering for the fourth line? Um it is Connor Bunneman centering. Oh, he makes a return. What is this first game of the uh, season? Yeah, yeah, yeah. With Knack and Raffle and Hayes is with Jeru and Faraby still because of that Kateria injury. Um. So besides that, I mean, do we have a timeline on the Coots return? I will double check that. I was just gonna check for the uh, the other one. Um. So here's a little injury report. Gossespierre skated on his own in Voorhees yesterday. He expects. They expect him to participate with the Flyers' next practice in Philly, which will be at least after the next two Boston games, after the okay. whole four-game road trip at the latest. Okay. Frost has suffered a dislocated left shoulder. He's out indefinitely. Okay. Myers su- suffers a fractured rib and is considered week-to-week. And let me double-check this Kateria injury. i got to find okay. that. Kateria, five days ago, Kateria will be out a minimum of two weeks with a con- – Costa-Strangel separation, I think that's a shoulder separation. I'm not sure. Okay. He'll be out for at least another week or two. Yeah, another two, probably two series, you think? Yeah, probably after a road trip, he'll get practicing. They'll reevaluate him and see where he's at from there. Yeah, well, it, so the injury bug hits the Flyers, and it's not COVID, which is, you know, unfortunate because, like we always talk about, every, every game matters. So it, if the Flyers – I'm not looking for, like, a split – a split – the thing it's going to be a game of runs for for the NHL now. You can't afford to split every series. You're going to have to start pulling away. You're going to have to start separating yourself from the pack, especially in our division. Because I think we we calculate it sixty sixty eight sixty nine points will probably get you in. Nice, nice, yeah. Um, I don't even know why I should have just jumped to seventy. Yeah. I knew you were going to say that. Yeah. <laughs> Boston's on the money line minus one fifty tonight. Minus one fifty, so that's yeah. I don't know about that. One. Um, Chief. are they allowing fans there? Do you know, Trip? I don't think so. It's no fans. Okay. Um. So going going forward, we got Carter in, in in net today. So I think the big thing to watch is definitely how he responds to you know getting pulled. I I don't think it was so much his problem as more it was an overall defensive problem you can't leave your goalie out to dry on some of them carter i'm sure wishes he could have got one or two of them back it, it it happens i mean every every netminder in the league has a game they wish they could just get back and 
but like I said, I want to kind of focus on your four games in to a 56-game shortened season. season. Three and one is good, which means, you know, overall you kind of want to be like 10 and three, maybe even 10 and four to start your first 15. Um, but what the Flyers don't want to get into a habit of doing is showing up for one game and then not showing up for the next because that's yeah. not how you're going to get in. Mm-hmm. Um, especially in, in this division, there are so many power-hungry teams that are on the rise or, or have already been there that you can't – we don't want to happen what happened with the Flyers two years ago. You can't go on an eight-game losing streak in this. <laughs> you, just, yeah. you, you just can't. So you got to stop the bleeding. So I think the win at Buffalo – Two days ago was a big step in the right direction. I don't think the Flyers have lost back-to-back games in over a season. So Elaine Vigneault is kind of an expert in that in that category. But when we're talking about 56 games, there are going to be stretches. Injury, injuries right now, You the Coots injury kills you. Um, you're not having Gosses Bear there kills you you're switching lines now to accommodate these injuries. Yeah. So you need to – I'm willing to concede a game in Boston if that means you're going to get way more productive play defensively for for the run here. Who who do we have after Boston? New Jersey. New Jersey. Those they're, are – They're Jersey. New Jersey. Um, they're, not, they're not looking the greatest either. I mean, I was just looking at the standings um, – Boston and Jersey both played three games. Jersey has eight goals, four, seven against. Boston's got four goals, four, five against, which means Boston don't put the puck in the net a lot. Mm-mm. Their defense isn't looking that good, so the Flyers just need to pounce on them, and then they got to do the same with New Jersey. So. Put them in a coffin. Bury the game early. Yeah, I, I think Carter plays well. When they're up. When they're up. And he, he can rise to the occasion, too. It's When you talk to Flyers fans – I really feel like the world burns when they lose. It, it, it's kind of like blow it up mentality, almost like almost like the Sixers with the Eagles. It's like, oh, we'll get them next game. That was a fluke because you have one game a week. But with the Flyers, it's just like when they lose, I feel like everything starts burning down, and you, you switch the lineups. It's, like, it's like PTSD, man. They're like, we're going back down that eight eight game win- losing streak. Yeah, yeah, and that's what you want to avoid. But having Elliot as your backup, I think is going to save the season. If you can get your your backup goalie to get you a forty shot shutout, that's a that's a win. It's something to it's something to praise, not something to knock against Carter. Yeah. Um, and, and that's kind of the takeaway that I really wanted to talk about in this podcast is that the world is not crashing and burning. If you if these are your problems at your three and one, you've you've dominated at a out of the four games, you've dominated at least seven or eight of these periods. Minus that that Buffalo slaughter that that happened. Yeah, you've you've outplayed every team, and that that we've come across. So for for Boston, um, who did you say was in that net? For the Flyers. For for Boston tonight. Uh, it's probably going to be Rask. Rask. I imagine. Now he probably because they've only had five goals against in three games, so I'm and sure play, him, yeah, him and Halak are playing really well. So, and, and that's if we if you get into a defensive battle right now, I I just don't want that for the Flyers, especially with how banged up they are. But 
I think Trev, you hit the you hit the head the the head right on the nail that the Flyers are probably going to have to acquire a defenseman, uh, more than likely a journeyman, kind of kind of a safe play. I don't know what free agents are out there or what 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 teams are be are going to be willing to dish out because I feel like in the NHL every team's in contention, yeah, <laughs> and not a lot of teams are going to be are going to basically be like all right this season's lost other than maybe like a big time. Like in Edmonton where yeah. Connor McDavid goes down or, or, or you know what I mean. Like a team is just, okay, we can't win this year. We're going to try to get as much draft capital as we can or a couple of pieces that we think that can contribute for the next year. So, Chaz, would you be willing to take a, like a trade here or there to pick up a defenseman or do you like the team as is? I like the team as is, but I feel like the trade might be a better option because it will get us – a defenseman for right now while we're out of one. Yeah, and Trev, what's your opinion on Haig? Haig's dog shit, in my opinion. I mean, he does his job, which is cool and all, but I don't think... I think they could do better than that. But, I mean, as of right now, there really is nothing in their system that they, mm-hmm. could, they could really upgrade on him. And I think it's important for the Flyers going forward to have Provorov and... Because um, he's paired with Braun right now, right? Uh, Provorov is... Paired, I believe, Gustafson. With Gustafson, yes. You don't want to take the legs off of Proveroff for too long. You know what I mean? If you look at just ice time, I think he was third in the NHL in ice time last season. It's a lot to ask for, what, a 24-year-old defenseman? Mm -hmm. And he's good enough. Like, he can do it. But I think he would benefit a lot from, you know, flirting with that 21, 22 minutes instead of 24 because – and to put that into perspective of taking just a handful of minutes each game to save some legs. So if you were in the NBA, if you were to say Joel Embiid was playing 33 minutes a game, and you know I think Doc said he wants him at 30. Three, three minutes a night times 82 games is roughly around seven or eight games that you're that you're saving that you would normally and that's three minutes off in the NBA. Just imagine taking like two minutes off of of ice time for for Proveroff. That would save him four or five games. You know, because if you're trying to make a deep playoff push, you don't want you don't want your guys gassed. And it's kind of a this is this is like nitpicking. Um like I said, this is a good problem to have for the Flyers. Mm-hmm. Because you're three and one. You're the team to beat. There's not much negative that you can really say about a three and one team, but if the Flyers split, I'm I'm like okay. You know what? They're in, they're injured. They're banged up. But mind you, Boston's only played three games, mm-hmm. so they're going to be a little bit fresher. If Carter can stay sharp, I think we got a shot. But I really wouldn't. Be surprised if the Flyers, you know, lost like a dog fight, like three to two or something. They yeah. just, they just need to, you know, play play their game. Like Chaz always says, you need to play your game, have your top two lines contribute. But this is going to be our third and fourth lines. I think are superior to Boston's right now. So I think Elaine Vigneault is going to really hammer that home, give more ice time. I was looking at at something earlier. Knack is only playing eleven minutes a night. Yeah. Which I think is weird because I think he's a good goal scorer for the uh, for the for the club, and it's just you're you're taking shifts away. I like JVR. I I, re- I really do, but I think 
it's time to knack. You got to let him take a step forward. He has the lowest ice time of any forward on the team. And normally I would be like, all right, well, that's another good problem because you're, you know, knack is not like an established name yet. But what, what do you think his role, Trev, is going to be? Uh, I think he'll stay fourth line. I mean, maybe, I don't, maybe they increase his minutes. Who knows? But you never really know. I mean, Vigneault is a smart guy. He'll figure something out. Yeah. But you just can't, it's too early to tell. Yeah, do you guys have trust in Aline? Yeah, for sure. Chaz, what about you? Mm, I don't really like know him that. Like, you know what I mean? Do Do you trust his like his? So, Trev Trev can back me up on this. He played. He he coached for the Rangers, who took him to the cup. Yeah, and, and that that team was a powerhouse, and, and they rode Lumquist. Yeah, I mean, they powerhouse is a kind of an overstatement to be honest. I mean, they were good, but. Yeah, I don't think they're as good as this Flyers team right now. I mean, definitely I kinda, not. I, I like, think they rode Lumquist to I that like, to that call. I like how he runs his mm-hmm. his plays. I like I like that dump and chase kind of. It doesn't always work out, but and it especially doesn't work out when you go up against teams faster than you. But it's something that I see the Flyers not doing for a little bit, and then they do it, and their whole game switches, and their whole team switches. Yeah, and. It's it's not time to panic. If they lose tonight, it's not time to panic. They're, I think they're the better team overall. And as much as fifty six games is not a lot to be playing around with when you're talking about losing two or three in a row, I think the Flyers will be just fine. And I expect them. I expect them to win. Wouldn't be a surprise if they lost. But what's your prediction for tonight? I think it's going to be a close match. I think it's going to be a three two or four two victory for the Flyers. If if the Flyers are as good as I think, they're going to look back at that Buffalo game and say that shit can't happen again. And now they know better. Even even like a team like Buffalo can put up six points, six goals against you. So I I, ex- I expect our through one through four line to to take over. Um, but yeah, what do what do you what do you think your prediction is, Trev? Uh, two nothing Flyers. I think Hart's gonna have a bounce back one. Get it done. Nice, good old shutout, Chaz. What about you? I'm gonna go three one Flyers. I think they'll get one by him, but all in all, I think we're gonna win three one. Yeah, well, and that so we're all in agreement. Flyers should win. Just a just a quick. I don't know if you guys call it the Sixers game, man, but Joel Embiid, he's a fucking monster. He just I, did. You guys watch that game last night? I watched the snippet at the end, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he. MVP is 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 in discussion with him. He just dominates the game. They actually took Ben out um, of the game in like crunch time for for what the fuck his deal is, dude. My my buddy thinks that he's playing through an injury, and he's staying on the roster because he doesn't want to. You know, there's there's only seventy two games for for him. Um, But if he is injured, I'd rather him to take the time now while you're on top of the East. Yeah. Because you're gonna need that. You're gonna need literally every every kinda available like, body for the Nets. Kind of, kind of like the Alshon Jeffries thing. He should have got the surgery done when it first happened, and he waited. Yeah. Or Deshaun Jackson. My bad. I had the wrong name. Well, I think Alshon had a sh- shoulder surgery that he was supposed to get at the end of the season, but he, he waited. waited. Yeah, he waited until, a couple months until the beginning of training camp, and he was out for almost the whole season. Yeah, and we can talk about all day whether or not you know he was waiting for a second opinion to say he didn't need the surgery or whatnot. But it is kind of like a similar deal. I I'll just get it done and over with. I, I'll be interested to see in the next couple of weeks if Ben goes out because he he was day to day 
what a week and a half ago when we were talking about when he he left New York when he was told he wasn't allowed to do it and then he mysteriously came with a day to day with a knee injury. Um so that's super weird. But yeah, Joel Joel's a fucking monster, man. He's he's he looks in shape too, so that's that's exciting. I think they they played last night, so they're probably off tonight, but um just wanna give a quick shout out to um our sponsor at anchor it's uh free and easy to use we've been using it this entire time this weekend we are going live with youtube i have the laptop trev i think you said you have the the webcam i do have the camera okay so we'll we'll get that we'll get that set up we're trying to find like a good space to do it too i know, I know we we want to do the the shed so that's gonna that's gonna take some work um but as far as the YouTube, we'll post the links in the description once we get it up and running because we kind of want to go get a little bit of visual. And um, I know we're going to have – I talked to our cousin uh, Meg, and she said that she can help us with some of the – how to get the thing set up and what kind of – She's good at editing too. Yeah, yeah. So we're excited about that. But other than that, we all think Flyers victory. We'll, we'll talk tomorrow or before the weekend to see how that goes. Everyone have a good day, and we'll, we'll catch you later.